I'm not pulling on my driveway. We all know what that means. It's time for another Drive to Work at Home Edition. Okay, so today I'm going to talk about Heroes of the Realm. Um, so real quickly, let me first say what, 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 what is Heroes of the Realm? So uh, this was an award program started by Chris Cox, who was the former um, uh, CEO of Wizards, now is the CEO of Hasbro. Uh, and he wanted to do something that sort of acknowledged good work during the year and do something that felt very, you know, you know, it felt like it would make it would feel I don't know uh, wizardy, wizards of the coasty. Um, so the idea he came up with was what are called heroes of the realm cards, and the way it works is each year some number of teams. I think usually it's three, um, but uh, it can vary from year to year. Uh, and the idea is those three teams. Um, get to produce a card. So they get to make a card. So all the people that win can together produce a card. Uh, and then they make it, we print it. Uh, the, the back has a special Heroes of the Realm back. It doesn't have a normal magic back. So it's not an official magic card. Like you can't, if, if you go to a, a vintage tournament, you cannot play this card. Um, and uh, I don't think this was true at the very beginning, but now they put the individual name of each person on the card. So when I've won a Heroes of the Realm card, it has my name on the card. So it's my so so there's a a version for each person who won it. So my version is specifically my version um, and only mine. Uh, and anyway, so I thought I would talk through the Heroes of the Realm and talk about um, the cards. Okay, so uh, 2016 was the first year that these were awarded, uh, and there were three teams that were awarded awarded cards. Uh, one was awarded for Kaladesh in the Planeswalker decks. Um, that card ended up being Chandra Gremlin Wrangler. Uh, one was for the Dungeon Dragons team, um, and, uh, for the Dungeon Dragons 5th edition, that was Dungeon Master, and one was for the Duel Masters team, and that was Nyra Hellkite Duelist. Okay, so let's walk, let's walk through these cards. So, um... Once again, these cards do not quite have the rigor of a normal card because no one is actually playing these cards, at least not in any sort of competitive way. Um, I think in Commander, the Commander team has said that the card is legal if and only if your name appears on the card. Uh, and so if the card was your card that you won, you're allowed to play it in Commander is what Commander team said. Uh, anyway, okay, so Chandra Gremlin Wrangler, two red-red, Planeswalker Chandra, loyalty three, plus one, create a 2-2 two, two red goblin creature token, minus two, Chandra Gremlin Wrangler deals X damage to target creature or player where X is the number of gremlins you control. Sure, I can set things on fire by myself, but teamwork can be more fun. Um, this was actually a pretty straightforward design. In fact, this is a printable card in the sense that there's nothing about it. Um, sometimes we push boundaries a little bit on these cards. This one doesn't. Um, it's actually a pretty simple card. Um... Okay, next up, Dungeon Master, two white and blue, Planeswalker Dungeon Master, uh, and its loyalty is 1d4 plus 1. Uh, in uh, Dungeon Dragons, you roll um, multiple uh, dice, a d4, it looks like a little pyramid. Okay, plus 1, target opponent creates a 1-1 black skeleton creature token when, when this creature dies, each opponent gains 2 life. Plus 1, roll a d20, if you roll a 1, skip your next turn, if you roll a 12 or higher, draw a card. And minus six, you get an adventuring party. Your party is a 3-3 red fighter with first strike, a 1-1 white cleric with lifelink, a 2-2 black rogue with hexproof, and a 1-1 blue wizard with flying. 
Okay, so obviously this one is doing a lot of top-down Dungeon Dragon jokes. I don't know if I know all of them. Uh, I, I know a few of them, so I will throw it in. Uh, Dungeon Master is a character from, uh, well, the Dungeon Master is the player who runs the game, but there's a character called Dungeon Master that was on the cartoon that I think is in the art. That's what I think the art is referencing, is the, the Dungeon Master character from the, the cartoon way back when. Um, obviously the car has a D4 and a D20 on it because you're rolling dice. Um, the adventuring party, uh, so a fighter, a cleric, a rogue, and a wizard are the f- the original four creature types, I believe. Note that fighter is not a magic creature type per se. Uh, we have, like, warrior, we have soldier. So, like, when we did party, we used a warrior in place of fighter. We were kind of doing an adventure party. But anyway, because fighter was the actual thing, they used actual fighter. Once again, these cards are not printed to be necessarily played. So it'll, the, the idea of making up creature types or whatever is, is not a big deal. Finally, Naira Hellkite Duelist, white, blue, black, red, green, a legendary creature dragon, 6-6, flash, flying, trample, haste. When Nira Hellkite Duelist enters the battlefield, the next time you would lose the game this turn, instead draw three cards, and your life total becomes five. Um, so this one was making uh, Duel Masters the team, the one for them. And this is sort of riffing off of a Duel Masters thing. Um... Duel Masters uh, plays out a little differently that you have cards in front of you. And so when you take damage, um, instead you lose one of those cards and then you you draw it, essentially. Um, uh, and so, anyway, the, the, the way you win is a little bit different. They're, they're making a, a nod to that. Okay. Uh, next, in 2017... Uh, there were three awards. One was to the Watsi, what they call the Strike Team, which is a team that deals with quick, fast-moving projects. Um, normally, it takes a long time to make something, but there's a special team that when we need to do something a little bit quicker, they do it. Uh, Consumer Insights, these are the people that sort of get all the data and figure out what people enjoy and what people like. Uh, and then the Magic Online team, there's a nod to the Magic Online. Okay, so uh, the Watsi Strike Team got Diabolical Salvation. The Consumer Insights Team got Inzerva Master of Insights. And Magic Online got Maodo, the Gnarled Oracle. So let's look at those. Okay, Diabolical Salvation. Uh, two, red, 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 red. So six mana total, four of which is red. Instant, split second. Create four, four, four red devil creature tokens with haste. And when this creature dies, create a colorless treasure artifact token with tap sacrifice artifact at one man of any color. Sacrifice the devil tokens at the beginning of the next end step. To succeed, the wizard made a deal with devils. Um, and so I think the idea they're making fun of is, you know, when you're trying to do something fast, you, 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 ha- you know, uh, it's got split second because they're, they're working so fast to get things done. Um, and they're sort of joking around that, uh, sometimes if you have to do something, uh, when you have a really, uh, fast schedule, you have to sort of circumvent a lot of processes. And so they're joking around about, you know, you, you gotta, you gotta deal with the devils to get things done. And so that, that's the joke there. Um, uh, this card, I mean, d- there wasn't room to spell out what split second does. Split second, um, means they can only respond to it with other split second things. It's interrupt E-ish. Um, I think the card, yeah, everything about this card is doable. A lot of cards are completely playable. Some of them dip their toe in things that aren't, but uh, usually they're playable cards. Okay, Inzerva, Master of Insights, one, and then it had two, two-bit hybrid mana. So one and two or blue, and one and two or red. Legendary Planeswalk, Inzerza. Uh, oh, I should mention, by the way, they can make whatever card you want. Uh, some people make Planeswalker cards, uh, legendary creatures, you know, so whatever you want to make is, is fair game. Um, okay, so loyalty of four, plus two, draw two cards and discard a card. 
minus two, look at the top two cards of each player's library, then put any number of them on the bottom of that library, and the rest on top in order, scry two, and minus four, you get an emblem with your opponent's play with their hands revealed, and whenever an opponent draws a card, this emblem deals one damage to them. Uh, so the thing they're playing around with this one is the idea that this is the team that gets information, that learns about things. And so it's like you're drawing cards and discarding, so you're getting information. You're looking at the top card of players' libraries to get information. You're seeing their hands reveal to get information. So the card really is playing in the idea of you're just getting lots of information. Uh, next, Maodo, the Gnarled Oracle. Black, uh, blue, green, legendary creature, zombie elf wizard, 0-3. It's got eminence. X, discard a card. Target player reveals cards from the top of their library until they reveal a creature card with a converted mana cost, X or less. Put that card on the battlefield under your control. Then that player shuffles the rest into their library. Uh, activate this build only if Maodo, the Gnarled Oracle, is on the battlefield or in the command zone. Those with vision always have a path. So the name, uh, before Magic Online was Magic Online, uh, it was referred to, the code name was Modo uh for i don't remember exactly what it stood for but it was the, it's the nickname for magic online so maodo is making reference to that um eminence is obviously a, a commander mechanic so i think they decided to make a commander card um i i think there are once again there, there's some themes of sort of uh getting what you need and and, and you know getting the job done and you have vision you have to sort of figure out what your plan is um Probably there's one or two other uh, Magic Online jokes here that I'm not getting. Okay, next up, uh, for 2018, uh, there were four awards. One for the Influencer Projects team. Uh, and that's people that, that work with Magic and d, &D influ Influencers. And that made the card Karis and the Beholder. Uh, awarded to the Transfor Transformers Trading Card Game team. Uh, so that's Optimus Prime Inspiring Leader. Because uh, we made a Transformer Trading Card Game. Uh Game support and customer system, uh, so people that do customer service and game support, uh, that's Soul Advocate Eternal. And then the Magic Gathering Arena team got one. It's called the Legend of Arena. So there were four uh, this time. Let's take a look at those. Optimus Prime, Inspiring Leader, three red-white, Legendary Artifact Creature Autobot, four or five. Uh, one, turn target permanent you control to its other face. Uh, one, until end of turn, Optimus Prime, Inspiring Leader, becomes a contract with base power and toughness 6-6, six, six, and creatures you control gain trample. Uh, so Optimus Prime, uh, we did um, in, in in the game the uh, the cards are double are double faced in the, in the tra uh, transfer. So obviously Optimus Prime is the leader of the Transformers, so they're referencing that character, uh, and it's meant to work well with double faced cards because um, uh, the original Transformer against the double faced cards, and when we made Transformers in Magic, they were double faced cards. So it just it works well with. Transformer cards, but it's more open-ended, so it works well with any permanent that has double faces to it. Um, and they want it turning into, because um, Optimus Prime turns into a truck, so they want it sort of turning, him turning into having two versions. Uh, because the way the Heroes of the Realm work, the back half of the Heroes of the Realm, so it couldn't be a double-faced card. I think that's off-limits, being a double-faced card. Okay, next, Soul Advocate Eternal. Green, white, blue, black, legendary creature, dragon angel, 4-4, four, four, legendary partner. You can have two commanders if this is one of them. The other one is promoted to legendary. Flying vigilance, teamwork. Whenever you attack or block with both Soul Advocate Eternal and its partner, support four, investigate four times. Heroes endure, legends prevail. Um, so this is game support. Um, this one definitely is playing in space that we would not do. I don't think we would do Legendary Partner in an actual printed card. It's a little bit strong. Um, 
this is the kind of thing where we're making these cards. We 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 let the power level of these cards be on the strong side because it's more for fun, being fun to read and everything. Um, and yes, I guess if the individual people who award the cards play them in Commander games, okay, they're they're on the powerful side. Um, but this one is definitely, and you can see it's playing with a bunch of mechanics. Um, nothing's off. You can make whatever you want. You can reference whatever magic mechanics you want. This has legendary partner. It is. Uh, it references support, uh, investigate, so it does a bunch of different things. But really, it's just playing this idea that um, it's trying to help you and give you lots of support. Next, The Legend of Arena. Uh, one blue, red, bl uh, white. Uh, so it's four mana, blue, red, white with, a one, with one generic. Uh, the le uh, and it's a legendary enchantment saga. It's the first, uh, here's the Rome saga. The Legend of Arena can be your commander, so this can be a commander. Chapters one and two, create a 2-1 red human wizard creature token. Spells you cast this turn cost one less to cast for each wizard you control, making reference to Wizards of the Coast. Uh, in chapter three, search your library for a Planeswalker card, put it on the battlefield, then shuffle your library. It enters with an additional loyalty counter on it for each wizard you control. Um, so this is just, this is the arena card playing into sort of, um, playing up, the, you'll notice there's a bunch of wizard jokes that run through this because these are for Wizards of the Coast. So this is one that, uh, the idea, get wizards and then your wizards get you a, a, a planeswalker where you get a boost for loyalty and you can do, uh, this card lets you do, once again, this card's a little bit pushed and then it lets you do some crazy things with planeswalkers because, uh, it is not hard to generate a deck that has a lot of wizards in it. So, um, but it's pretty cool. Uh, and then, um... Where's Karis? Hold on a second. Um, oh, Karis and the Beholder. Uh, one green, green, white, white, legendary creature, dragon eye wizard. Uh, it's 120 is its power. Uh, flying, when Karis and Beholder enters the battlefield and at the beginning of your upkeep, create a 1-1 one, one white human creature token and make a charisma deck. Roll a d20. Uh, sorry, make a charisma check. Roll a d20. If the result plus a number of creatures you control is greater than 11, put a plus one plus counter on each creature you control. If the result is a natural 20 for each non-legendary creature you control, create a token that's a copy of that creature. Um, and so this is the influencer team. Um, and I think, they're, once again, they're just sort of playing around with the idea that the more people, the more eyeballs you get, right, the more eyes you get, uh, the better. And you're crushing your charisma. Are, are you a good... Uh, influencer, so they're just making a lot of nods to the power of of influencing. Okay, next up, uh, 2019. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. There are seven made. Uh, so this is a lot in 2019. So Booster Fun, uh, the people that made the Booster Fun treatments, it specifically was for Eld uh, Eldrin, I believe, uh, made a card called Collectigal. Uh, Secret Lair, the team that does Secret Lair, got a card called Keeper of the Secret Lair. Uh, the War of the Spark team uh, made a card called War of the Spark. Uh, the Throne of Eldraine team made a card called Champions of Archery. Uh, the Modern Horizons team made a card called M Mintasha Honored One. The Cinematics crew, the people that make the um, the the trailers, uh, got the Cinematic Phoenix. Uh, and the Operations crew, the people that sort of behind the scenes make everything happen, got Fabled Path of Zero Point. Okay, so there's a whole bunch of these. Um, okay, Collectigal, two and a white, Creature Bird. Uh, it's an adventure, and it has the frame from Throne of Eldraine. So only the best is the adventure. One in a white. Oh, the bird is a 1-1 one, one bird. Uh, only the best, one in a white sorcery adventure. Return target booster fun card from your graveyard to your hand. Uh, and then flying protection from common. Uh, whenever Collectica attacks, reveal the top card of your library. If it's a booster fun card, you may put it in your hand. Okay, this is purely an acorn territory. Uh, we could not do this in Black Border. Um, 
you can't reference Booster Fun because um, all cards are their English version of cards. So uh, treatment is something that, that Acorn cards, uncards can care about, but normal cards cannot. And protection from common is another thing. So this card just leaned in. Uh, it really wanted to play nicely with Booster Fun, uh, but that's an, an attribute that we could only make in, in, on an Acorn card. Uh, same with protection from common. Okay, next, Keeper of the Secret Lair. Uh, this is for the Secret Lair team. One in a blue, two, one, Legend Creature, Merfolk, Rogue, Flash. You may cast Secret Lair spells as though they had Flash. Secret Lair spells cost you one less to cast. Once again, this is another team that is uh, playing in Acorn Silver Border Space, where um, Silver, La Silver Lair cards exist in non-Silver Lair form. Uh, so you're referencing a quality of a card, which isn't something we can normally do, but obviously it's a team for Secret Lair, so they had fun, they made a little more folk, and it basically encourages you to play with lots of Secret Lair cards. Okay, next up, War of the Spark. Three and a black, Enchantment Saga. As the saga enters, and after your draw step, add a lore counter, sacrifice after uh, three. Chapter one, each player may put a Planeswalker or Zombie card from War of the Spark from their hand or graveyard onto the battlefield. Because uh, it's the gathering of, of, of the Eternals and the Planeswalkers for the Giant War. Chapter 2. Sacrifice any number of creatures and or Planeswalkers. Each opponent sacrifices that many creatures and or Planeswalkers. A lot of people die in War of the Spark. And Chapter 3. Exile up to, exile up to one target Bolas. Proliferate three times. Uh, well, Bolas loses at the end, so it's making reference to that. Um, I mentioned this card the other time when I went through cards that reference... Uh, that are named after magic cards. And this is the overlap between Heroes of the Realm and magic cards. Um... Uh, I don't know. I, I think if a name is on a Heroes of Realm card, I'm not 100% sure whether that eliminates it as a name for a non-card. Um, possibly it does, so I'm not sure. Okay, next, Champions of Archery, which is the Throne of Eldering card. Uh, three and a red. It, it, it's, uh, um, it is an uh, adventure. So it's a legendary creature, human archer, 1-4. Join the group, two in a red, sorcery adventure. You may put a legendary creature card from your hand into the command zone. It's also your commander. Reach, commanders you control get plus X plus O, where X is the number of commanders you control. Uh, this is another card that I believe dips its toe. Uh, we've not made a lot of commander-only acorn cards, uh, but I don't believe this card... I mean, it's legal in commander if you are the person whose name is on it, so... Uh, I guess it's legal there for that purpose. But it, I, I don't think we make a commander product. This is a little on the dangerous side for just adding commanders. Okay, next is Mintasha, Honored One, which is for the Modern Horizons team. Uh, so two green green, legendary snow creature elk, 3-3. Three, three. As an additional cost to cast a spell, you may open a sealed magic booster pack and put the cards on the bottom of your booster pile in a random order. Spells you cast have booster cascade. It's like cascade, but use your booster pile rather than your library. Um, wow. This year is very acorny. This is another thing that uh, we do in Unsets, which is booster tutoring, uh, where you get to open up a, a booster and make use of it. Uh, this one's messing around because Cascade was something that we did uh, in uh, Modern Horizons. It's a fun thing. But you're cascading. Instead of cascading normally, you're cascading into your booster pod. So This is kind of cool. Uh, this is a, a pretty neat card. Uh, the Cinematic Phoenix. This is the people that make the trailers, the cinematics. Uh, three black, red, legendary creature Phoenix, 4-4. Four, four. Flying haste, protection from red. One in tap, return target legendary creature card from your graveyard to the battlefield. Tap six untapped creatures you control. Return the Cinematic Phoenix from your graveyard to the battlefield. If you tap six legendary creatures this way, you win the game. Uh, so this this is the... Everything here we can do. None of this is acorn. Um, it's a little on the strong side, I believe. Uh, the fact that you can 
Five mana for a 4-4 four, four flying haystack from red, and then one in tap can get back legendary creatures. Seems very powerful. Um, but yeah, yeah all, all this is completely doable. And I think the idea is they, the... I'm, I'm not sure quite why they went with the Phoenix. Maybe, like, their projects keep coming back and they keep having to re redo things. I'm not 100% sure the flavor of that. Okay, finally, for the operations clue, we have the fabled Path of Zero Point. Uh, legendary Land Mountain. White, blue, black, red, green tap. Creatures of control gain land walk until end of turn. Who built such a wonder? It took many hands. Um, I'm sure this is making a reference that I do not get. Uh, the operation team sort of just makes everything run and function at, at, at Wizards. Uh, and so I, I think they were trying to make something very simple in that, you know, hey, who, who makes these things that happen? And, and, and there's, I don't know. So it's just sort of making a reference to that. Okay, next up. Uh, the next year, 2020, there's three cards. Uh, the European crew for promotion of magic and D&D across Europe made Eurekis. Um, then there's Mountain Mover. I'm not sure who that was awarded to. Uh, then Secret Lair is uh, to the Secret Lair crew. They made a card called Secret Lair. Um, Eurokis is four green green for a legendary creature, Tree Folk Wizard, 6-6. Six, six. When Eurokis enters the battlefield, create a number of one blue, one, one blue human wizard creature tokens equal to the number of differently named lands you control. Uh, four green, blue. Draw a card for each wizard you control. These get plus one, plus one until end of turn for each card in your hand. Uh, so obviously the idea of uh, the European team has lots of different countries is playing, so a lot of different lands. Uh, the blue humans represent Wizards of the Coast people. Uh, so it's trying to get, just get the flavor of, hey, we have a lot of Wizards people doing this, but also they work in a lot of different places. So you want a lot of Wizards, you want a lot of lands. Mountain Mover. I don't know. Is this maybe the moving team? Uh... We are moving. We are moving soon. Maybe this is the moving team. I'm not sure. I, I don't know who this is for. Uh, so mountain mover, two in a red artifact vehicle. I think it's our first uh, heroes of the run vehicle. Five three flying haste. Whenever mountain movers enters the battlefield or attacks, put a mountain card from outside the game underneath it. When mountain mover leaves the battlefield, put all cards underneath it onto the battlefield. Um, so it, it's slowly moving mountains. Uh, this is somebody who's doing a big task that you know um, and. This is definitely one of those cards that is more about capturing the flavor they wanted. Um, I mean, I guess it's it's a it's a cheap artifact, uh, Crew Three. The fact you get mountains is more to play into the joke of Mountain Mover, I think. Uh, okay, then we have Secret Lair, which is a legendary land, and it's a lair. Uh, tap add colorless. Tap save the secret word. Add one man of any color. Scry one. You gain one life. So Mark Hagen who is the, in charge of Secret Lair, supposedly knows the secret word. But I don't know if anybody else knows the secret word. Uh, but Mark, he claims that he knows the secret word. Um, obviously, this is make reference of the Secret Lair program. Uh, this is the first team, I think, to get a second award on a different year. Um, anyway, they thought it'd be fun to make a lair. Lair's a subtype, a land subtype. So they thought it'd be fun to make a lair. So it just does something simple. There are not a lot of lairs in the game. So having an actual lair is actually pretty powerful. We have to be very careful when we make lairs. Okay. Then, for 2021, uh, the last four that are out, uh, the Arena Mobile team got an award, Andreos Roaming Explorer. Uh, Return to Office effort post-pandemic got RTO Dread Scavenger. Uh, Universes Beyond got Biode Inverse Sun. Uh, and Human Resources got Earth Stuff Friend to All. So let's talk about those. Okay. Uh, RTO uh, Dread Scavenger. So RTO... Oh, return to office. RTO is return to office. Uh, so that uh, so this is the team. There was a lot of energy. Uh, obviously, the um, 
the the the, the, the uh, act of getting the team first set up at home and then getting everybody back to office, especially with the pandemic as it's still going on, was a huge undertaking. Uh, so the card, anyway, RTO, Dread Scavenger, one black, green, blue. So four total, but one of black, red, green, and blue. Three, three, legendary artifact creature, Robot. Um, robot was a creature type we, Infinity uh, introduced. Uh, flying Death Touch. Uh, whenever RTO deals combat damage to a player, you make exchange. Oh, sorry. The Transformers had robots before. Infinity was the first to actually make robots, but we convinced the Transformers to add robots. So I think t- Transformers showed up first with robot, by the way. Okay, sorry. Flying Death Touch. When RTO deals combat damage to a player, you may exchange control of two other target artifacts. When you do, create a token that's a copy of target artifact you don't control, except it's a 1-1 one, one green squirrel creature in addition to its other colors and types. Uh, this, this has a very unfeel to it. There's robots and squirrels and all sorts of fun stuff. Um, I think this card, actually, everything on here is a doable thing. Um, it is, it is a little powerful, and I think it was made to be, like, a commander. A lot of these, because people know that they can play it, uh, sometimes, they'll, uh, because commander's very popular, they'll make ones that can be a commander, they think it'll be fun to be a commander. Um, and I, I think they were just sort of having fun with, like, all the stuff you have to do to make things happen, uh, and so the, just the man- manipulation of things and changing things around, and, and I think they're trying to capture the, the, there's a lot of maneuvering you have to do to, to do things like return to office, so I believe that's, and I think just they wanted to make a fun card, and it has squirrels, and I think it even has a dog in the art, so anyway, a fun card. Okay, next, Andreas Roaming Explorer, um, so this is the Arena Mobile team, so five in a green, legendary artifact creature wizard, four, three, reach, as long as Andreas is attacking, tap creatures you control with base power and toughness 4-3, have base power and toughness 16-9. Uh, so obviously four, it squares 4-3 creatures because um, four, 16 square 4 and 9 square 3. Uh, tap, add white, blue, black, red, green mana. I'm uh, sorry, add white, blue, black, red, green. Creature spells you spend this mana to cast have their base power and toughness become 4-3. And it itself is a 4-3. So the idea is it's a 4-3, it attacks as a 69, and it allows you to make everything into a 69 because it makes things into 4-3, or spells that you spend that mana to cast. Um, also, because it references white, blue, black, red, and green mana, it's a five-color uh, identity cre- uh, commander. So, uh, yeah, I think a lot of these are people... Uh, I, you'll, you'll see more and more. Let me go through and see. Uh so there's been Planeswalkers, there's been Legendary Creatures, there's been an Instant, there's been a couple Sagas, um, there's been a Vehicle, and there's been a, le- a couple Legendary Lands. Um, it's interesting, the, the final year, or the last year, all four of these are, are you know, Legendary Creatures. Okay, next we get to Biode Inverse Sun. Uh, so Biode is Universes Beyond. Um... So it says, uh, Legendary Universe Walker, Biode, four, uh, plus two, mill three cards and return any number of cards from different universes, mill this way from your graveyard to your hand, minus X, choose a universe you haven't chosen this way, this game. You may cast a spell from that universe with mana value extra less from your hand without paying its cost. Biode, Inverse Sun can be your commander, uh, and, uh, your deck can include universes beyond cards of any color identity. Uh, so obviously, uh, this is again playing in Acorn territory. Um, so the idea here is it's it's referencing the quality of um, universes beyond, uh, and there are universes beyond things that are skinned. So those cards 
um, matter whether it's the universe beyond one or not, which is something that unsets can do, but normal magic does not do. Um, also stuff like universe, legendary universe walker, where you're, like it's a planeswalker, but you're changing from planeswalker to universe. That's the kind of thing we would never do on an actual magic card. Maybe unsets, maybe. Um, but we wouldn't do normally. But once again, this is more about the fun of reading it and everything. Um, this is playing universes beyond. And so it really is what this deck wants you to do is play as many different universes beyond cards as possible. Um, so not only does it reward you for playing universe beyond, but it rewards you for playing different universes beyond. And so you want to have a whole, the idea is this deck is just, it's all the universes beyond that we, you can have. Okay. The final card is Ursta Friend to All. So Ursta Friend All, I believe, is yeah, human re- the human resources team, the people that oversee uh, employment and em- employee happiness and all, all sorts of things. Uh, Ursta Friend All, white, blue, black, red, green, a legendary planeswalker, Ursta, uh, lo- loyalty five, plus one, create a one-one human wizard creature token that's all colors. Uh, plus three, choose a card named from among Enlightened Tutor, Mystical Tutor, Booster Tutor, Imperial Recruiter, and Worldly Tutor. Create a copy of the card with the chosen name. You may cast the copy without paying its mana cost. You get an emblem with the beginning of your upkeep. If you control 20 or more wizards, you win the game. Earth's a friend to all can be your commander. So we see our re- reoccurring theme here about caring about wizards because it's Wizards of the Coast. That's the easiest way to reference wizards. Uh, I like the idea that it's referencing a lot of famous tutors. Uh, you know, hey, one of the reasons that uh, human resources, they help you get the thing you need. That's the idea there. Um, also, the first ability makes a human wizard, but it can be all color, so you can care about different color things. Uh, and then the emblem mostly is an alt win condition. Oh, and Earth's a friend to all can be your commander. Um, so one of the things you'll notice is how, like the last four, the last year, um, there are two uh, legendary creatures and two legendary planeswalkers. But both the legendary planeswalkers have on it the ability to be your commander. Um, so of the twenty-four cards, let's see: one, two, uh, three. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm kind of this wrong. One, two, three, four, five. Six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. Fourteen of the twenty-four. So over half can be your commander. Um, then after legendary creature, there is the next most popular thing is doing planeswalkers. Uh, there's one, two, three, uh, four, five planeswalkers. Uh, there's two adventure cards. There's two saga cards. Um, it's interesting to note out how there's uh, there are things missing. I don't think there's a inst- or there's no sorcery yet. Uh, the only artifact is the vehicle. Uh, the enchantments are all the sagas. So anyway, there's there's some space. Um, I, I in fact have seen this year's cards. They're not public yet, so I can't talk about them. Um, but there's more fun stuff coming. So anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed this sort of jaunt through the heroes of the realm. Um, it's a weird sort of, I mean, it's not behind the scenes because we show the cards publicly every year. So it, it is a public thing. Uh, but it's a little fun talking about sort of the making of it. And I, I have been on numerous teams. I haven't done a lot of design work myself, but I've definitely made some notes. I think uh, the War of the Sparks is the card that I had the most con- contribution to. Uh, but anyway, guys, I hope you enjoyed the jaunt through the Heroes of the Realm. It's a, a little bit of a different kind of a magic card. But anyway, guys, I'm at my desk, so we all know what that means. It means it's the end of my drive to work. So instead of talking magic, it's time for me to be making magic. Hope you guys enjoyed today's uh, podcast, and I'll see you next time. Bye-bye.